Jesus. Amen. Amen. This is the month of October. And uh, in most places, they do kind of like a pastor appreciation. Um, so I thought I'd say something about Stephen since he tends to be here. And um, some words I was going to say for the funeral, but I'm going fu- to say here today. <laughs> we met nine years ago. And I would never dream of working with this guy. And trust me, he did not want to work with me. But somehow, the Lord knew. And, and we need each other, believe it or not. He needs me and I need him. And um, amen. And I believe in the vision. I believe in the vision. We are going to plant churches. Amen. Amen. It's going to start right here. The foundation is right here. I believe in that vision, preacher. Thank you, Jesus. So usually, in most places, they appreciate the pastor, but here in Newark, we appreciate the volunteers. So if that tells you something about our, uh, our thinking, uh, again, this is rare. Um, I've been in several churches, so, and I like it this way. I like it this way. I mean, I'd I like my, you know, my name on a parking spot, and um, <laughs> one day I'll get it. Uh, in, in heaven, maybe, I don't know. Amen, amen. Well, I want to read a, a, a very familiar passage to some of you. Um, uh, 1 Kings chapter 17, uh, verse 1 through 16. Elijah the Tishbite from Tashbi in Gilead said to Ahab, As certainly as the Lord of God of Israel lives, whom I serve, There will be no dew or rain in the years ahead because I give the command. And the Lord's message came to him, leave here and travel eastward. Hide out in the Kareth Valley near the Jordan and drink from the stream. I have already told ravens to bring you food there. So he carried out the Lord's message. He went and he lived in Kareth Valley near the Jordan and ravens would bring him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he would drink from the stream. Most birds I'm familiar with take food away. They do not bring food to you. I've been to the beach. You just go ahead and leave some chips on, the seagulls come right and attack you. These birds were bringing steak and dinner rolls. It's the God we serve. All right, verse 7. After a while, the stream dried up, because he prayed for, for no rain, because there had been no rain in the land, and the Lord's message came to him. Get up and go to Zarephath in the Sidonian territory and live there, outside of Israel territory. I have already told a widow who lives there to provide for you, the poorest of society. So he got up, went to Zarephath, and when he went through the city, there was a widow gathering wood. He called out to her, please give me a little water in a cup so I can take a drink. As she went to get it, and he called out to her, please bring me a piece of bread. And she said, as certainly as the Lord your God lives, I have no food except for a handful, handful of flour in a jar and a little of olive oil in a jug. Right now... I am gathering a couple of sticks for a fire, then I'm going to go home 
make one final meal for my son and myself, and after we have eaten that, we will die of starvation. And Elijah tells her, don't be afraid. Go do as we plan, but first, make me a small cake. Bring it to me, then make something for yourself and your son, for this is what the Lord God of Israel has said. The jar of flour will not be empty, and the jug of oil will not run out until the day the Lord makes it rain on the surface of the ground. She went and did as Elijah told her, and there was always enough food for Elijah and for her and her family, and the jar of flour was never empty, and the jug of oil never ran out, in keeping with the Lord's message that he had spoken through Elijah. So we read a scripture about a widow, the poorest of society. And she lost her husband, and we don't know how she lost her husband. Maybe a band of marauders looking for food in great famine, and he was killed protecting his wife and son. Or maybe he died on a military campaign of Ahab and Jezebel, or fighting in the front lines. Or maybe he just stopped eating. There was not enough food to go around. And he wanted to make sure he had enough for his wife and son. And as starvation kicked in, and his healthy protein cells ultimately caused him to have a cardiac arrest, maybe in the fields or in his home. Or he left home looking for food, and he never returned, assumed dead. It doesn't matter, because here's the day she's out into the woods, and she's picking sticks. She's done this before. She made a fire. But today there was something different. This would be the last time she'd do this. Obviously going to her death. It's not enough food. There's famine in the land. And she's taking her precious time. Because each stick ultimately leads to her doom. There's not enough left. And while she's in the woods, just kind of picking up sticks, the voice of Yahweh comes. Not her God. Her God is Baal. This is the foreign God. Her enemy's God. And he comes and he says, I'm going to send my prophet to you, the one who prayed for this famine. Let that sink in. The one who prayed for this famine, the reason you probably lost your husband. And I command you to take care of him. What? Who are you to tell me what to do? You're not even my God. She continues to pick up sticks. And sure enough, here comes the prophet. And he looks at her and says, give me a cup of water to drink. Typical man. Go get your own water. <laughs> All right, I'll go get you some water. And as she's walking up to get some water, and the prophet says, hey, you know what? Give me a piece of bread with a little bit of butter and jam. Okay. Obviously, he doesn't know we're in a famine. Sir, do you not know we're in a famine? I'm gathering sticks because this is going to be my last meal. 
I've done this before, but this is the last time I pick up all these sticks. We're going to have a meal, and I'm going to go ahead and join my husband, me and my son. Don't be afraid. You know what? Change my mind, change my mind. Give me some cake. The nerve of this guy. You want cake now? Sir, first of all, you've come empty-handed. It's like going to a potluck without bringing anything, right? <laughs> you haven't brought anything, and here you're demanding things. And then what's this? He says, make me some cake and feed me first. And whatever's left, you and your son can have it. All right, this is kind of the last straw here. You prayed for rain that took my husband away, and here you are demanding what little I have left to make you cake, which takes a little bit more resources. Maybe he wanted buttercream frosting. Maybe he wanted a filling. I don't know, Just Maybe he wanted, because it brings that depth to it. This guy has been in the forest being fed by birds, steak, and dinner rolls, and he's sick of that. He hasn't had any, I don't read anything about any treats. He wants some cake. He's showing you how ridiculous the story is. And he says, widow... The oil is not going to run out. And the flour is not going to run out. And there's going to be plenty for your house. But all she had was his word. All she had was this random prophet, the enemy, serving the foreign god. Remember, she doesn't know this god. She knows Baal, who just happened to disappear at this time. <laughs> and this Yahweh appears, demanding him to take care of this prophet. You can't blame the widow. Because it's all too crazy that somehow flour is just going to bubble right up out of the jar and oil is just going to bubble right up. I mean, it's just, a, it's just a ridiculous thought. It doesn't make any sense. She's lost her husband. She's lost her crops. And she, soon she's going to lose her and her son's life. So she doesn't understand that the God of abundance has walked into the door. See, she has, a, she has a thought, a mindset, and I think this is a very common mindset that sometimes you and I, believe it or not, have. It's called scarcity. 
Mentality of scarcity. Scarcity refers to the basic economic problem, the gap between limited, that is scarce resources, and theoretically limitless wants. There's only so much before we run out. And the widow Zarephath is familiar with scarcity. She understands limits and shortages. But here comes a prophet who does not have that type of mentality. He believes in abundance. Go make me cake. Brothers and sisters, I want to I be, I'm afraid that we, we tend to relate to the widow of Zarephath more than the prophet of Tishbite. We have a scarcity mentality. We believe there's a scarcity of time. We believe we have a scarcity of our energy. We believe we have a scarcity of our resources. And it prevents us from truly spending time with our God. My two-year-old son, whenever we have dinner, he always eats the food on your plate before he eats his. We do not starve our kids, believe it or not. I know that doesn't seem to be the case. Sometimes they always come here, they're always starving, right? Where did he get this thought that somehow it's going to run out? His mac and cheese, that's all there is. And if he finishes it, then he's going to starve. There's plenty of food in the refrigerator. Where does he get this idea? Because it's natural. We automatically think of scarcity. We automatically think there's not enough. We're limited. And this is a byproduct of the fall. Because in the garden, there was abundance. We didn't have to worry about working. But here we are, living in a world where there is scarcity. And this prophet shows up. This prophet who's been talking to the God of the harvest, the God of plenty, the God of abundance, the God of unlimited time and energy, and he's been feasting on steaks and dinner rolls, and he asks a widow who's about to starve, go make me some cake. Can you see the contrast? Can you see the thinking? Why are we afraid we're going to run out of things when God can speak more into existence? I wonder how the widow's face looked as the grain just magically reappeared out of that vessel. I'm not preaching a prosperity doctrine, but I am talking about a God who will take care of our needs. There is always plenty on your own plate. Quit eating your neighbor's plates. There's enough in front of you. We naturally do not like to give. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about giving, period of our time, our energy. Because everything is limited. And I'm very familiar with limitations. I studied economics. That's what makes our economy go. There's only so much left. It's a 24-hour sale. 
and then it's over. You better get this dress today because it's going to be out of season next fall. There's only so much. And so it's consumerism just exasperates the problem. We know there's limitations. We know there's a shortage. So what do we do? We grab. We hold on. Just like the widow, what little she had. Are you serious? You want me to make you cake in this famine? See, when you have a mentality of abundance, you just know God's going to take care of it. Caesar said them preach, right? Amen. But there is only so much I can give. There's only so much time I'm willing to part with. And God kind of scratches his head and says, I make time. Why do you hold back? It's because we have the widow's mentality. It makes sense, right? You run into a rude prophet. Philippians 4.18. At the moment, I have all that I need. This is Paul. And more. I am generously supplied by the gifts you have sent with me with the Aphrodites. They are sweet-smelling sacrifices that is acceptable and pleasing to God. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which he have been given to us in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 9.8, And God will generously provide all you need, then you will always have everything you need, plenty left over for what? To hoard? To build greater barn houses? No! To share. <laughs> I don't like sharing. I like my kids. Mine. It's an abundance mindset. You never run out. I'm never going to run out. I'm always going to have enough. Again, this is completely contrary to the way we've, we naturally think. God is going to give me more than enough. He's a God of plenty. Even if there is a depression, even if there is a recession, I will be taken care of. So let me continue to give. By the way, God gave me this message three weeks ago, so it had no relations to pastor's message last week. All right, this is a message I had a long time ago. The musicians could come. I never preached long. I, I'm, uh, I'm on a uh, phone call with my brother. And um, for three and a half years, we've been working on uh, getting him into uh, dental school. So he's been uh, practicing the DCAT and um, trying to make sure he has a great score. And, and we're, we're focusing on this one particular college. And it's... It's been a long road. And I, and I got a call from him uh, about maybe three or four weeks ago. And he's talking, and of course, 
you know, his, they, they've moved to Columbus, and um, his wife's going around, blabbing her mouth. But that's why they're there, is for my brother to go to dental school. And then somebody in the church says, you know, you know, I work for that. I work for a dentist who went there. Maybe, maybe your, your husband could meet with them. You know, and our, my, my brother, he's, he's extremely shy um, and an introvert. So anyway, he said, okay, sure, no problem. So he meets with this, uh, this lady who's a dentist. And uh, it's Friday morning at 8 in the morning. And they're sitting and they're talking, and she's kind of explaining her story, how she got into school. And, you know, her dad is a doctor. Her sister is a doctor. Her mother was a doctor. Her grandfather was a doctor. And she had all these connections. And not to say she didn't work hard. She, she, got, she used her connections to get into the school, and then she worked, you know, she worked extremely hard. But she had connections. And my brother says, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, who am I? I'm just some Joe Schmo. No offense, Joe. I don't know anybody. I'm just an immigrant. My parents are not doctors. My family, we don't have what well, we do now. But at, the, at that moment, we don't, have, we don't have those kind of resources. We don't have those kinds of connections. And I said, yeah, looks like the only person you know is Jesus. Would you believe he got an interview? Two hours later, he got a phone call and said they want to meet with him and interview him to see if he can go to school there. I guess that's, that's all you need to know, right? He's not enough! And here's the God of plenty. I have connections left and right. I have to remind him, you know what? You have the ultimate connection. You know Jesus. Are we operating and focusing on what we don't have instead of seeing what we do have? Different mindset. A scarcity mentality, focus on a lack of talent or laborers instead of focusing on our present talents and our esteemed volunteers. Are you willing to trust this God of plenty? See, loss was all too familiar to the widow. She was used to scarcity, she understood scarcity. It made sense to her. She could control scarcity. But she was totally terrified when she encountered the God of abundance. No, no, there's not enough. There's not, I've always been taught there's not enough. I've always been taught I'm limited. And God says, I filled that gap. Give me what you have and I'll fill the rest. I don't have connections. I'm just a humble immigrant. I know somebody in my church who knows somebody, and they'll get you an interview. Do you know you serve a God of plenty? 
Do you know you serve a God of abundance? Do you leverage your Jesus to help you in your situation? We could stand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, don't let this mentality of scarcity prevent me, Lord God, from committing to your kingdom. Don't let this mentality of scarcity prevent me, Lord God, from expending my resources, my energy, my time. You will bless everything else I do if I put you first. That's what the widow did, right? Well, first make me the cake. And then whatever's left over, you make for yourself. The best gifts, right? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. These altars are open. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, 